wind blowing toward right field. If Alex could find something to pull, get it in the air, he would get some help. Familia's next pitch. Belted to deep center. Back goes Lagares. And gone, Alex Gordon. In comes the pitch. Broken bat, one hopper to third. And over to first in time. Runner going to try to score. Wild throw. Hosmer gambling that he could dash home on the throw to first base. And the Royals have tied the game. For the very best in baseball, this is the place you want to be. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. That's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. On today's show, we're going to start to preview yet another Twins series for your Kansas City Royals. And that's right. They play the Twins again, but they'll be done with the Twins come Monday. So that is a good thing for Kansas City. Just getting tired of talking about the same series over and over again. But they will take on the Cardinals uh, coming up next week, which will be another tough test. So the schedule doesn't get any easier until next weekend when you play the White Sox, who are playing good baseball right now, but they're still very beatable. But about these Twins you're going to pretty much have the same rotation you had last time. Uh, Friday, you're going to have Duffy going uh, at Kauffman Stadium at 7 o'clock. Saturday, you're going to have Singer going at Kauffman Stadium at 6 o'clock. And Sunday, you're going to have uh, Chris Bubich going at 1 o'clock at Kauffman Stadium. So the Twins have not announced who they're going to be throwing yet you know, for their side of things. But the Royals are going to put out Duffy, Singer, Bubich. And it, 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 it sounds... It sounds negative, I guess, but just I'm just hoping they can win one game. Just win one game. Because this lineup, as we saw, is a deadly one. And who knows when they're going to get Josh Donaldson back and add that bat back in the lineup. Uh, but Chris Bubich and Brady Singer, I think, are going to be phenomenal pitchers in the future. They're still young arms right now. They're going to get beat up by a talented Twins lineup. And Danny Duffy uh, is, a, is a roller coaster. He's up and down. I mean, every time you turn around, you can have a good game. You can have a bad game. You never know what you're going to get from Danny Duffy. So you don't have a consistent pitcher going this series uh, against a great lineup in the Twins and a good team uh, in the Twins. So I, I, I want to see what the Royals can do, and it just just get one game. Don't get swept. Keep treading water. And then you've got to make up ground, though. You've got to start sweeping the Tigers. You've got to start sweeping uh, the, the, the the Pirates. You've got to start sweeping teams like the Brewers if you want to have a chance to compete, uh, which the Royals sound like they do. They want to have a chance to compete. Uh, and luckily for them, in a 60-game season with eight teams in the playoffs, you will never be quite buried uh, out of anything. So hopefully for them, just come away with a win in this series and you can move on and put the Twins behind you and start to move forward forward in your season after after getting all your games with the Twins out of the way in one single month. But we knew that this stretch of the season here would be deadly. And the Royals are at the point that, that, that I said they needed to be at whenever they this stretch was over. They were needed to be no more than five games out of 500 to keep things afloat. Uh, they can start doing that here this weekend uh, because – they got here in a wacky fashion. I mean, they lost a series to the Tigers but swept the Twins. Uh, they, they got here uh, not the way we expected, but they're here. Uh, they've, they've kept themselves afloat just enough 
to stay in contention. Now, if they make the playoffs or not, it's a totally different conversation. I think that we can all agree that that still seems like it's a uh, improbability. But they've kept themselves in the conversation, which is good. So in this series, you know, what what are you going to watch for in this series? Yet another series with the Twins. I mean, the starting pitcher will be the same. The starting pitchers will be the same. Uh, the bullpen will be the same. And the, with the lineup, you just hope that they can attack these Twins pitchers because that's how you're going to beat the Twins. Uh, you're you're going to beat the Twins by getting after their starting pitcher. You're going to beat the Twins by attacking their starting pitchers and getting to them before they can go over to Trevor May, Taylor Rogers, uh, and, and their bullpen arms. You're going to need to attack the, the Twins starters, and you're going to need to get on them early. Uh, so hopefully they can do just that. That's the recipe for success against the Twins. And obviously this series means a lot more uh, – because like any series that features two of your best young arms, you're going to want to pay attention to it. You're going to want to see how they progress and, and, and ride the roller coaster with them. Uh, the, the Brady Singer and Chris Bubich roller coaster is a lot different than Danny Duffy because you, you, you know that while it's a roller coaster right now, those two guys that, you know, by all accounts are going to turn into, uh, you know, top of the line pitchers. They're going to turn into top of the rotation pitchers. Danny Duffy is not a top of the rotation pitcher, uh, in a, in, on a good team. Uh, you can say whatever he is on this team. Again, personally, I think that he's behind Keller. I think he's behind Singer. I think he's behind Bubich. Uh, I think he's behind Junis, even. Uh, if Junis can get healthy, uh, and especially if they use Junis in that opener role, you know, they, they have some an opener in front of him to where he only has to go through the lineup two times. Uh, but, you know, him and Junis, to me, are the conversation, not him and the top of the uh, top of the rotation. Uh, so, for me, the roller coaster is a lot more fun when you're watching Brady Singer go at it and Chris Bubich go at it. So those two games are going to be really fun to watch, and we'll see if Danny Duffy can uh, somewhat be on his game or if he unravels in the fifth inning uh, like he typically does. But this series, again, is just all about winning one game. And I know that bar is set really low, but this team uh, is a is not a powerhouse team, and they're going to need to sneak in the postseason. And the way you do that is 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 taking the punches from the Twins, and then you've got to deliver the punches to the teams like the Tigers, the White Sox, the Pirates, the Brewers, uh, teams like that. You've got to deliver the punch to them, steal a couple games from the Cardinals, uh, and away you go. So hopefully I can do that. Who knows what will happen. But there is one thing I do know, and that's that talking about erectile dysfunction is never easy. Usually we just brush it off or blame ourselves saying things like, I lost my mojo, or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work, or sorry, honey, I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it's easy to talk about it with a real healthcare professional who can provide you real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation on in an ongoing care for ED in all forms of comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is approved and appropriate, Roman will ship you a free uh, two-day shipping package with your supplies in them. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Get started by simply going to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnMLB. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnMLB and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be a tough topic to tackle, but now that there's Roman, complete an online visit today and connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it right now. So row, row, row your boat down to Roman.com slash LockedOnMLB today. If approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash LockedOnMLB. GetRoman.com slash LockedOnMLB. So you can be roaming around the bedroom later on tonight. Now back to baseball. We, uh, you know, I'll be honest, there's no good transition 
out of that. So let's just dive back into baseball hot and heavy here. Uh, we talked about the Chris Woodward saga uh, w- with them and the Padres, the, the Rangers and the Padres, because I know I had to reiterate who the team was because no one knows who the hell Chris Woodward is. Uh, but he was the manager of the Rangers that had a problem with the Tatis hitting a grand slam up seven runs. And then Manny Machado comes back the next night and hits a walk-off grand slam to beat the Rangers, which is just poetic justice. But I did want to take a look around baseball because, as you know, I've usually done this on Fridays at the latter part of the show because I understand that baseball is unlike most sports. You know, it's, it's very regionalized. And it's very niche. And you just don't have time. I mean, you barely have time to watch 162 Rose games or 60 Rose games this season, uh, much less keep up with what's happening around the sport. Uh, I, I will say that, to me, that it's surprising that the Astros are being so bad. You know, I mean, they're they're fourteen and ten right now, two and a half games back of Oakland. Uh, they're not hitting a lick at the plate. Bregman, Altuve, uh, those guys have taken a big step back, and and I don't think it's it's due to the buzzers or the trash cans or uh, whatever you want to attribute it to. Uh, I think that that's what made the the saga so so weird for me is that those players were good players before they did all that. I mean, they were good players before they started cheating. Uh, so the fact that they're not hitting right now it is a bit weird. Uh, but that's what's happening around baseball right now. It's really just uh, the Fernando Tatis story. Uh, and, of course, uh, what we talked about yesterday with the Reds broadcaster. Uh, but I, I did want to talk more about this trade deadline because uh, it's still very interesting to me uh, what's going to happen here uh, in a week. I mean, uh, next Sunday is the deadline. So I mean, what are the Royals going to do? Are they going to buy? Are they going to sell? And, and I'll say they they kind of can play both sides of the fence here because if if you go out, okay, and you, and you get swept by the Twins this weekend and you drop two of three to the Cardinals, you're out of it. You're done. I mean, in, in, in the standings, you would be far enough out of it to where you can say and you can justify to your fan base, hey, you know, we tried, we went all in, uh, we just couldn't do it this year. We just weren't good enough. Now, I don't think that that means that you can trade with Merrifield because I think that that, uh, that just cannot happen uh, in, in a shrunk-kitted season. Uh, and with so many moving parts, I don't think you can, you can net back enough for Whit Merrifield in a shortened season. I don't think you can work that out logistically in a shortened season. Uh, so I don't think Whit Merrifield's going anywhere, but I, I do think that there's a good chance Holland isn't here. There's a good chance Rosenthal especially is not here. Uh, I would be stunned if Trevor Rosenthal is on the team on Monday. You know, on the Monday after the trade deadline, I'd be stunned. Uh, now that's not to say it can't happen because, let's face it, we don't really know anything about this trade deadline. It's not like any other. I mean, you've got to factor in uh, trading a guy from the central region to the west region and how COVID is different in each place. Uh, trading a guy from, you know, I mean, the Marlins are still in it right now. Trading a guy from Kansas City to Miami who's had those outbreaks. I mean, is that is he going to feel safe going to Miami? Uh, there's a lot of factors you never had to think about before with the trade deadline. And again, there's a lot of teams that are in the mix right now that don't know if they want to buy. Typically by the trade deadline, if you're in the mix, you know what you are. I mean, you know that you're a good team. You know that you can make the playoffs, uh, you know, typically. In a 60-game season, who knows what can happen? Again, the Royals could get swept and lose two of three from the Cardinals, and I would think that they're out of it at that point. But there's still that outside chance that with eight teams in the playoffs, if they can just get red hot, you never know what can happen. You never know. Uh, and that's the kind of the, the problem that the trade deadline is going to deal with this year is that there's going to be, I mean, are the Orioles, or, uh, you know, are, is Baltimore going to look at this season, uh, even though they're in the postseason right now, are they going to look at that and want to improve their team? Or are they just going to ride it out and they're just going to say, hey, you know what, we're lucky to be here. If we fall off in the second half, who cares? 
We were, we were supposed to be the last team in the, in the division. Uh, so if we fall off in the second half, I really don't care if I'm Baltimore. Uh, so I don't, think, I don't think that they're buyers. Uh, you know, I, I think that the Astros could be in play for Rosenthal. I mean, they need some bullpen help. They need some pitching help. I think that they can be in play for Rosenthal. So uh, I, I really think that the only for sure trade trade piece is Rosenthal. I don't think Solaire's had a good enough year. I don't think that there's enough time to get rid of uh, Merrifield and net back the return that you would want for Merrifield in, in, a, in a week from now. And you haven't even really heard him come up in any of these rumors. Uh, but Rosenthal, to me, is the is the big trade piece and is really the only trade piece. Because even even with Holland, uh, again, in a COVID season, are you going to want to trade for Greg Holland? Because you have to think about this. Uh, it's a 60-game season. We're halfway through it. You trade for Holland, okay? It's going to take him a day or two to travel to wherever you're at. And then I would imagine, now now with baseball, you never know if this is the case because their protocols are all over the place. But I would imagine that you would have to have that player you just traded for quarantine for at least two, three, four days and test negative every single day. I would imagine that that would be the case. So then you lose, let's say, a week of baseball in a shortened season after you've already played half that shortened season. Is that what is the return on investment there if you're trading for a Greg Holland uh, or even a Trevor Rosenthal. I, I am I am interested to see what this trade deadline looks like. And, and I could see it going both ways. I could see teams going all in for no reason. Or I could see every team looking the exact same the next day. I mean, there's no trades happening. Or at least no trades of, of substance that happen. I am fascinated by this trade deadline. I don't know how it's going to go down. And I cannot wait to see what happens. But uh, for Kansas City, uh, again, your, your trade piece is, is, is Rosenthal. And he's performed well enough, and he should get a crack in Houston. You know, the the Cubs should take you know a whiff at him and, and see what they can what they can offer up for him. You know, there there are teams that need the bullpen help still uh, that could use Rosenthal and how good he's been. So I cannot wait to see what happens with that uh, this weekend baseball. You know, this weekend coming up, I think that the Royal Series is going to be interesting because you have your two young arms going. Uh, you know, for two of them. Uh, but there's also some more series like the the Marlins and the Rays going at it. I think that that can really, if the Marlins can can steal a couple games from the Rays, I think that that can really put them into that legitimate category here uh, as a wild card team. I really do. So I'm interested in that Marlins game, that Marlins series. Uh, and then other than that, though. Uh, it's pretty cut and dry of what's happening. There's, there's no real game that pops out at you. I think that uh, the Indians and, and Cardinals series could be good, but you also look around at that Cubs Red series. Uh, the Cubs not coming back down to earth, really. I mean, they're still six and eight, uh, but the Reds are only only uh, ten and t- uh, twelve. So if the Reds can get two of these games in this series, uh, th- that changes their season around as well. Everyone is still so close together because we're still so early. Uh, in the in a typical baseball season would be so early uh, that you just never know what can happen. So I am fascinated by this weekend in baseball. You can check that out along with the NBA postseason. If you're an NBA fan, uh, go check out Locked On Thunder, and, and you'll you'll hear all about uh, what I think of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, but be good and be good to one another. We'll see you next time on Locked On Royals.